You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael talks about how you can turn your book into an online course. If you've written a book and want to make more money and reach a wider audience with your message, you'll want to stay tuned. That's up in a bit in our Business Builder. First up is our success interview. Today we are speaking with speaker, best-selling author, and founder of Divine Navigation, Rhonda Renee. Rhonda is a passionate leader and innovator in guiding women to reach their true potential and attain their ultimate fulfillment. I'm really excited about our conversation. I know she has a lot to share, some great insights and strategies that you can use to gain clarity, purpose, and direction in your business and your life. Welcome, Rhonda. Hi, Janelle. So great to be with you. I'm Really excited for today's conversation, and I know you and I have had a number of conversations at different times, and you have so much to share. But before we get into that, I always love to ask our guests to tell us a little bit about your current business. How did it get started, and how has it evolved over time? <laughs> uh, that's a that's a big question when it comes uh, <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, so short version, um, I've been coaching since about 2008, uh, but actually started working with teenagers, and then that evolved into uh, parenting coaching because what I discovered is that without talking to the parents, I really was just on a hamster wheel and not really mm-hmm. getting the teens anywhere. Um, and then from that, I created my first group coaching program um, that was Transform Your To-Do List from Overwhelmed to Overjoyed, um, which is uh, not so much about time management, although it looks like it. <laughs> it's really mm-hmm. about self-management and energy management practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and once all those amazing women got out of overwhelm, what they really wanted was to know why they were here and uh, what they were really meant to do with their lives. So that's the evolution that kind of happened um, on the outside. Um, mm-hmm. On the inside, that, that progression um, had me working with another process that 
basically just stopped working one day. Um, in, in January of 2011, I was working with a client and the other process didn't work. And so in that moment, I, you know, I kind of looked up to the sky and said, help, <laughs> what am I doing? And you've got this woman here that's paid me and I need to provide her with something. And so the, the core foundation of divine navigation, which is the divine coordinates process, basically came in that day and that moment with a woman named Sue and has grown and evolved um, and expanded ever since. Very interesting. So, so let me ask you, because I know a lot of people think this could happen to them or have a fear of it happening. You're working with a client, you're in the middle of something, and all of a sudden you really hit a wall. It's like, okay, you know what you're supposed to do, but it's not working or you have to make a shift. Mm-hmm. How do you learn to trust what's going to happen next? Because it sounds like you got what you needed to help her, but how do you t- learn to just trust that what you need will be there when you need it? Mm, wow. Such good <laughs> questions today, Janelle. Um, you know, I think that the, at, the, at the core of that is um, knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. and knowing the space that your work comes from. Like, I'm, I'm really clear in my work that I'm simply a conduit. Um, it's, not, it's not something that I feel like I'm doing. It's something mm-hmm. that I'm facilitating. So as I'm staying present to um, where the customer is and trusting in the process of knowing that I showed up to serve them, and I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. You know, but the conversation of self-trust is a much broader one than um, simply just in that particular type of moment. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one of the things that, that people definitely um, – talk about wanting and getting, you know, out of the, out of the work of divine navigation is really like knowing in every moment, like where to turn next, what step to take next. Mm -hmm. Um, So self-trust is foundational for any business owner, for sure. I really like that. And I know I have a lot of conversations with people um, that I meet, whether it be through human network or in different situations. And I always try to get them to really take a step back and be fully present in the conversation and trust that you're going to know what to say next. I think so often we're in our head trying to anticipate or plan our next statement and we're not really listening, so we're really missing the essence. We're missing what's coming and where we need to be going. Mm. Uh, presence is definitely um, the first step to getting anywhere. And the other piece I would add is commitment, right? Because your how you show up present and committed to your client is what will carry you further than anything else. Wow. Right? So even That's, in, in yeah. that moment – in that moment, if, even if you don't feel like you know what you would do if something like that happened, you know you're going to do whatever it takes, right? I, I have that conversation a lot with um, when I'm working with other coaches and thought leaders on developing their programs, particularly when we get to talking about pricing, because mm-hmm. that's where everyone starts to really question their value. And, and when they are saying, like, I don't know if I can deliver enough value that, that takes them to that price, you know, and, and my response always is, but you're committed to that. So even if you don't get the exact number of sessions right when you're first designing it, right, even if it mm-hmm. turns out that it really takes you eight 
to get to that instead of six, your commitment is there and you're going to deliver on that. And that's all you need to know. Interesting. And I like that um, you're talking about guiding them through a process because so, so often it really is about getting the other person to discover. A really good coach helps them discover the answer. It doesn't give them the answer because we know that if I, even if I know exactly what it needs to be, if I tell you people aren't as receptive to it, but when they discover it, when we ask those right questions, when we give them the space and time to discover it, you can, see, you can actually see or hear that light bulb coming on. For sure. I mean, I think we all have to have that energetic buy-in. You know, our whole lives mm. we're told what to do. So if you go to, you know, a coach or a guide and they're still just telling you what to do, it doesn't allow for us to take our own um, – our own energetic responsibility, right? Like we're the ones that are really holding, holding the keys uh, to whether we stay, you know, locked in the little cage that we've usually built for ourselves or if we're going to let ourselves free. Someone else can open the door and say, see, you can get out, but it, we're just not going to see it until we take those steps. So how do you get people to, to see that, to know that that's a key piece of getting the results that they want? Well, for us, you know, at Divine Navigation, the first step really to that is, is getting your divine coordinates. It's knowing who you are at an energetic level because those energetic qualities of your soul are going to show you what is actually going to fulfill you. And it's going to show you what it is you're here to fulfill on, meaning like here's what I'm meant to do for the world and here's what will um, make me satisfied, right? And they're two sides of the same coin. And from that place, then it's super easy, actually, to know, oh, this is an alignment for me, this is not. And the level of self-trust, self-trust is actually one of the, I call them side effects. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the bonus benefits of wow. um, divine coordinates is that, um, it's actually, first of all, is healing, which um, was a surprise. It wasn't my intention when I first mm-hmm. uh, was creating the process. Um, the second one is increased intuition, and then the final one is self-trust, because if you heal through the lack of trust of yourself, right, the lack of value or self-worth um, issues that we all have to some degree, and then your intuition goes up, self-trust naturally follows. Interesting. You know, and I've talked to a couple of women even the last um, few days that really have said, I should have trusted my intuition. I should have listened. They, we so often know, but we don't mm-hmm. have the confidence and that trust to actually take action on, on what we're feeling. And I think it's, you know, people get frustrated with themselves because they didn't and then things happen that they could have prevented. So how do you get people to pay attention um, and really learn to trust their intuition? Well, things I can give people right now because some of that is different Mm -hmm. for every person depending on what it is that's undermining that, right? And, of course, Mm -hmm. that for me goes back to what are their divine coordinates and, therefore, what are the lower sides of those energies that are expressing. Um, But with Looking at one simple question we ask all the time, and that is, is that your training or is that your truth? 
because what what happens a lot of times is that our training overrides our truth. And that could be societal, right? It could be the the reasoning. There's a lot of places we pick up training, but that's mm-hmm. the this is what makes sense. And the fact of the matter is, is intuition often doesn't make logical sense. But the definition of intuition is knowing knowing beyond reason. Hmm. So when you have that, like I just know, notice how you let other things override that, the way that it's done, what somebody else thinks, how inconvenient it might be for someone else if you actually follow your truth. You know, those are all external pieces that generally stop us from following our intuition and, and, and even when we know what's right for us, actually following what's right for us. Interesting. I'm, that, that was a really... Um that really caught my attention when you said, you know, you just know, but, you know, just identify the other things that you're letting override that knowing. I, I think of people do that quite a bit. Um, so it's important to really get in touch with how you feel, what you're thinking, and really own your decisions and your choices. Absolutely. And, and the way that I talked about it a lot is being internally sourced versus externally referenced. So if you're making your choices based on anything outside of you and your own experience, mm-hmm. then pay attention because you want, you want your movements and your steps and the direction you're headed to actually come from deep inside of you. That's how you know that you're on your path. Right? Many of us tread someone else's path for many, many mm-hmm. years before we realize, oops, I took a wrong turn. And learning how to walk your own path is the, really the key to having a fulfilling life. Interesting. Yeah. And so, it, Yeah, no, it's, um, that, that really is, um, it's, it's making me think, because I think that's what holds a lot of people back. Um, I like when you say internally sourced versus um, externally referenced. I think that um, how do you get people to really pay attention and, you know, step out of that, the things that they're doing automatically and really tune into themselves so that they start making better decisions and the ones that will really get them the results that they're looking for. Mm. Uh, you know, you actually mentioned it earlier. Learning how to be present is the, mm-hmm. is the first piece. Um, the very first thing that we have people do um, when they are preparing to get their divine coordinates identified is a course that we have called the 21 Days to Energetic Success. And days one and two are like the key. Uh, I mean, they're all really amazing. And Mm -hmm. if people only do days one and two for the 21 days, I'm happy with that because it does Mm -hmm. what I need it to do. And I'm going to, I'll tell you what those two things are right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is um, the question, where am I? Mm -hmm. And what that has to do with is where is your awareness? And a lot of times our awareness is actually up in our head or outside of our body because what, what we don't realize is that your awareness can be sent anywhere. 
Mm -hmm. You could send, you could send it to Hawaii right now, right? And you're actually Mm -hmm. can have an experience of Hawaii, which means you're not here, (laughs) you know, present Mm -hmm. for me. I'm in my sanctuary in my nice comfy chair when I, where Mm -hmm. I am, when I'm doing these types, having these types of conversations, right? But I could also be in Hawaii instead. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, we actually want to bring that awareness into the body, specifically into the solar plexus area, mm-hmm. which takes some practice. But be, to become fully present, you actually need to be in your body. And most of us aren't. It's not, um, it's not a practice skill um, that we're taught. Lots of us have had at some point had some sort of emotional pain or shock that had us leave the body because when we're in the body, we feel and feeling isn't always fun, right? Mm -hmm. So where am I is the first question. That's day one. Day two is when am I? which sounds weird and it's meant to twist your brain up. But what it means is, (laughs) am I in the present moment Uh, rather than thinking about yesterday or worried about something that's happening in two hours, you know, Mm -hmm. something I said to somebody or something I wish I said to somebody, you know, or something I'm going to have to say to somebody. And again, that takes you out of present moment. So being in the body is the first piece to presence and then being Mm -hmm. in the moment together that's what really creates the energy of presence where people feel and notice the palpable difference in you. And so do you because it quiets down all the noise. Now that was the fastest I've ever explained those two things, <laughs> right? Cause I know we, mm-hmm. we're a little bit of a time constraint with the time we have right. together, but, but you know, in the practice of those, even if you just ask yourself those questions and organically find your way there you'll notice the difference by using just Mm -hmm. those two questions. Interesting. That's fascinating. Uh, We need to take a real quick break. I I don't even want to stop the conversation, but we need to. Um, And when we come back, I want to continue the conversation, and I want to get you to talk a little bit about um, what divine really means and kind of put that into some context with what we've been talking about. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? 
Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today on our Business Builder, we're talking with Rhonda Renee, the founder of Divine Navigation. And before the break, if you missed it, you absolutely need to go back and listen to it. We were talking about being internally sourced versus externally referenced, which was a fascinating conversation. And I loved when you talked, Rhonda, about, you know, why we do certain things. And, you know, we know in our gut what we should do, but we let others and other things override what we know we should be doing. Fascinating conversation. Um, And I want to start the second half just a little bit different. Um, I want to ask you to really talk a little bit about what divine means. I know for me, when I think about it, it has certain references, a certain um, connotation, and I know there's so much more to it, and I would love to have you share so that people can really understand how big and how powerful this can be to them. Yeah, it is an important um, aspect to look at, you know, and, and there have been times when people have suggested that I change the name, you know, because of the, the inferences that can occur and, uh, and it just wouldn't be true to me to change the name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first thing I'll say is that um, there is no religious context of any sort um, in any of our worker programs. Um, mm-hmm. Religion is separate for me um, from the divine. And um, the divine is basically, in, in this case, we'll refer to it as you being in alignment with the flow of the universe. So yeah. when, when you are lined up with that divine spark, if you will, with the divine essence of who you were sent here to be, because my awareness is, is that if you're here, then you're here for a reason. Now, that can get heavy and weighty and people turn purpose into um, something much more serious than it needs to be. (laughs) Now it's Mm -hmm. precise, but it's not serious, right? Like, because when people think, Oh, I'm going to, I need to find my purpose. We've been told that a purpose equates to project or mission. Therefore, if we pick the wrong one, right, we've, we've messed up, we've wasted time, all the things that people tell themselves about finding their purpose. Mm-hmm. When you realize that purpose isn't a project or a mission, it's actually a state of being. And that's the state of being that you are meant to hold in the divine design of the entire universe. So this is going way beyond business conversation, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. may sound a little esoteric to some people. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, you're here. Mm-hmm. And so what are you here for? And so to me, divine is really the 
the unique perfect design of each individual that is an expression of the broader universe. Whether you call that God or creator, source, right? The verbiage doesn't matter to me. Everybody can have their own. Divine is the one that, that felt right. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's, it's not religious. You can keep all the beliefs that you want, <laughs> that mm-hmm. you have. Um, but this is based on the one concept that is universal in our work is that you have a soul. And to get to know that soul and to know exactly what it's made up of so that you can design your life in alignment with that so that mm-hmm. you can live the life you were meant to live, the life you came here to live. Mm-hmm. Well, and I would imagine that once you get that clarity and really understand how that all comes together, it helps you make decisions, it helps you take actions, it helps you really build momentum because you're doing things. It makes things easier to decide and figure out because it fits or it doesn't um, Mm -hmm. versus just kind of throwing things at the wall and figuring what sticks, um, it really gives you, makes it easier to say yes, and it makes it easier to say no. Is that true? It's so true. Yeah, you nailed it. I, I call it, you know, your no compromise zone, right? So for our business clients, we have two different paths in divine navigation, personal track, which is general fulfillment and well-being, if you will. And then the business track is people who want to have a business out of their purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And so knowing your divine coordinates you know, there's all kinds of bright, shiny objects that we have mm-hmm. put in front of us in business. And right. it's really easy to go, that's a fit, that's not a fit. That mm-hmm. means that's a no and that's a yes. And if it's a mm-hmm. maybe, you can actually look at your divine coordinates and say, okay, what, which one of them is missing? Can mm-hmm. I bring that in or do I need to pass? Mm-hmm. Super clear. Interesting. That's fascinating. That they really also is. tell you they also tell you exactly mm-hmm. what you do, how mm-hmm. you do it, and your motivation for doing it. And it mm-hmm. being like your work. Interesting. Very interesting. So how does um do you, how do you think technology um plays into this or impacts people because i think so often people have access to so much information so many options Mm -hmm. so many choices and distractions how do you get people to to kind of use it as a tool but not as a um like not as a something that guides everything they do and and go down that rabbit hole Boy, you know, technology is, is definitely a big deal because it is a huge distraction. Um, it, it puts a lot of interference in our, in our space, you know, and, and keeps us from being present. Um, mm-hmm. And most of us are addicted to our phones, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'll, even, I'll even admit that, you know, like, it's a habit. I'm like, why did I pick up my phone? I don't actually need to pick up my phone. Now, it's harder because I'm on my phone all day, so it's close mm-hmm. to me, you know, at all times. Um, right. So, you know, there is, there is a balance with that, right? Like technology has made our lives better in so many ways, and it's also not made it better, right? Mm-hmm. Even dare I say worse. Um, so, you know, the first thing I would suggest is that you unplug from it. Um, my kids, they're adults, but they used to just hassle me because I would plug my phone in in the kitchen at night when I went mm-hmm. to bed. Right, and I would go back to my room hours before I went to sleep, and I would not touch my phone until after my um, practices in the morning, after my morning practices. And, and they would say, like, 
Mom, what if something bad happens? I'm like, well, I'll be well rested and I'll know about it tomorrow. <laughs> and they, they, they never liked that answer. Um, yeah. You know, so there, there, is, there is the piece of unplugging and there is, you know, depending on what you're looking for and how you're utilizing it um, mm-hmm. because information is not transformation, right? And mm-hmm. I'm in the transformation business. And information is not transformation. We all can find out anything we want that's knowledge, cognitive-based, at, mm-hmm. at the touch of our fingertips, right? right? And probably for free. And mm-hmm. what changes people's lives is to usually, you know, really be focusing on themselves, not in a mental space, right? Bringing in all the centers of being, probably being guided in some way, to see what they can't see on their own. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. That, and, you know, with technology, I know both Bill Gates and Steve Jobs restricted the use of technology for their children. So we probably should take that as a hint. <laughs> I heard that recently, and I was like, doesn't that make sense? You know, like they knew, they knew what they were getting into. Absolutely. So how do you, with this, because it's a really um, in-depth and and deep subject, I know you've got different paths that you can take people down. You've got business and you've got life. um, And then teaching people, you know, how to use it so they can help others. How have you used um, and built your business kind of building your programs and putting it together so that you can reach these different audiences? Mm. Yeah, it, it has been an evolution for sure. You know, when it started, it was just me, <laughs> right? It was just me. It was just one-on-one. Mm-hmm. There weren't any other options. Um, and we've gone through an evolution of, um, I call it a hybrid model. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is per- deeply personal work, all of our um, all of our programs that begin with getting your divine coordinates, anything that comes beyond there includes Mm -hmm. some one-on-one attention, right? We have other Mm -hmm. programs that um, lead to the divine coordinates, but don't include that, that, that you can do on your own. You know, I mentioned like the 21 days course and there's, there's a handful of other ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you, hit the place where you're getting your divine coordinates, which is a one-on-one process um, Mm -hmm. because of the fact that if we sat down and tried to figure out our own divine coordinates, you know, 5% of our mind is conscious, 95% is unconscious. That's Mm -hmm. why whenever you take an assessment of any kind, you're answering from that 5%. So, of course, you're going to not be surprised when the assessment affirms who you know yourself to be because you answered from who you know yourself to be. That doesn't mean that's who you are, right? Right. So we're going deeper in there. That has to be done one-on-one, right? And that's like a two- to three-hour um, private session. Then as the evolution has occurred, there is an entire system of, um, of teachings that support how the divine coordinates function and, and teaching you how to use them um, and how, to, how they work in your life. Practical application, because it's one of the frustrating things for me, a lot of purpose modalities um, and, and things like that, personal development, like it's conceptual, it's not practical. Mm-hmm. And our stuff is very practical. Like here's how you use it in your life today. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I want to change, right, is the experience that you're having of yourself in your life. 
So um, we do have a membership site that, you know, drips out those modules as at the timing that we want and sprinkled in people have private coaching sessions. We also have group coaching community that goes along with that. So we've really looked at all the ways that people learn and Mm -hmm. integrate, right? For me, the integration, for our work, the integration is the most important piece. I've got to teach certain parts, so you have to learn that. If it just stays as knowledge, it isn't going to change your life, like I said before. So there's been a really careful design and um, testing to reach this space, you know, almost eight years later as, on the, as far as the day that we're recording this, right, mm-hmm. to how, how people, the results they've gotten, how they've taken it in, what has gotten the best results. Because for, for a long time I was really worried that we were only going to be able to do this one-on-one um, and then I did um, a, a, a beta group, a pilot group, and mm-hmm. took out the private coaching except for the identification. And people did really, really great, except they sell said, I wish I'd had private coaching. So we put it back in. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, know that, right? In your business, a lot of it's experimentation. And mm-hmm. uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos of Amazon fame um, has a quote that says something like, if you're not failing, um, you're not experimenting enough, mm-hmm. right, like in your business. So you do, you have to, you have to just kind of experiment and see what works and then make it better. And, you know, I think about every, about every year, year and a half, there's some area of our um, training or delivery that I end up changing because I see how it can be better or I can see how we're actually getting results faster. And Mm -hmm. so what else could we put in there? And so, you know, to think that you're going to design your business and just get to a place where, okay, it's done. Nobody moves, (laughs) right? And you're just going to keep repeating. That's a myth. (laughs) It doesn't happen like that. You're absolutely, um, absolutely correct. So how can our listeners connect with you if they want to learn more, if they want to have a conversation or get more information? DivineNavigation.com is is the easiest way. Um, You can certainly search Rhonda Renee or Divine Navigation on social media as well. And we actually have a a kind of a special guest packet. Um, If you do want to know some specific things, so we've got some resources set aside specifically for you at divinenavigation.com slash activate. So divinenavigation.com slash activate. And, um, and in there, it will um, also let you know how that you can speak to me if that's something that feels right. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for that. So as we end our time together, and it's gone way too fast, I could go on for hours <laughs> asking more questions. Um, What's one piece of advice that you can give to our listeners that they can use to help them um, immediately be more successful in business and in life? I would say it always comes back to being true to yourself. When you realize that you make a change in your business or you start chasing a certain aspect or accolade inside of your business um, because it's what you should do or like that's the way it's done, Mm -hmm. I recommend that you pause and just make sure that it's really true to you. Um, Because the the other day, this is a prime example, I spoke to a newer client from Australia and she said, I've built this amazing business 
and I hate it. Mm. And that is not the point of you having your business. That's not the point of being in business, but that is what mm. happens repeatedly when you sacrifice yourself, your fulfillment, your desires to build what's expected, um, to build what makes sense, to build what other people tell you you should or think you should. Mm-hmm. And the, at the end of the day, you're the one spending your precious life force on that mm-hmm. business, in that business. Make sure it aligns with who you are. That is actually an excellent piece of advice, and uh, thank you so much for sharing that and for sharing with us today. I appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We need to take another real quick break. When we come back, Michael is going to share our business builders, so stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about how you can turn your book into a course. I'm excited about our conversation today because we know a lot of people who have a book and I think this will be a great conversation. So can you start, Michael, by telling us what does it mean to turn your book into a course? Well, we've talked about leveraging your existing content on previous business builders and this is just another way to leverage that. You know, if you remember, leveraging is really the fastest way you can create offerings for different markets and different price points. And what I mean by that is that if your book describes the process you use with your clients or describes the way in which you address and resolve issues with people, then you can quickly turn that into a course. 
Um, at our company, Turn Knowledge to Profit, in fact, turning a client's book into a course is one of our most popular offerings. And I think that's something that most of the people that we know, when they do write a book, it does take people through the basics of their process. So, but they might ask, why do you need a course? Well, you know, you don't actually really need a course per se, but you do need something to offer to people. And that's really the key. When you go out to speak um, at events or you go to networking events to meet people, it, it helps if you have something to offer them, something to, some way to invite them in to do business with you. And a, a course can be a great way to do that. Um, you can certainly do it with your book, but it's really hard to make money on a book. I mean, the book basically sells for, depending on, on your book, 10 to $15. It may even be an ebook, which is $5 or less. And so you can go ahead and sell that, but you're really not going to make any money on that. Um, but you can make money on a course and your book can be a, an entree into that course. And so it's a nice, easy step up for people that want to learn more about you and, and have you help them with their issues. Um, you know, unless you're one of the top eight to 10 authors in the world, you're probably not going to make any income ever on your book. It's just, it's just not a, a revenue generating um, tool. And in fact, that's why a lot of people will tell you that a book is really just a business card on steroids, if you will. So it's really just a way to engage with people, um, something to give them that's a tangible thing that they can remember uh, about you and they can learn about you and they can understand uh, what it is you do. Now, the, the next thing they're going to want to do as soon as they understand what you do, if that addresses an issue for them or they know someone um, who could be helped by that, is they're going to want to engage with you further. So if you have a course that's relatively low price, and when I say low price, I'm thinking like, you know, 200 to 300 to $400 range that really parallels your book that's an easy step up for people. They can then say, oh, well, I like the book. I like what, what they're telling me. Um, I want to do it for my business or I want to do it for me. How do I do that? I can take a course from you and I can really work on my own business while I'm in that course. Well, and we've had the conversation a lot of times after reading a book because there are certain acti activities and exercises and things that we'd like to take deeper while the authors always do a good job of walking you through it. It's not quite the same as having the worksheets, the templates, the additional tools to do it. And when you go through a course, that's oftentimes what they have in the course. So it takes you a little bit deeper. So it's Pat goes takes you deeper than that surface level. And it's not the same as working with them one on one because it's you know, you're not often ready for that. You need that interim step and it's a great interim step. So how does the process actually work? Well, it's really a pretty simple process. And in fact, it's, it's much easier than creating a course from scratch. You know, if I were to work with someone to create a course from scratch, and we do that quite often, um, we would need to sit down and, and walk through their process, walk through the material that they wanted to include in the course, uh, organize that in some way that lends itself to um, to teaching it to others and then create the course. Well, if you already have a book 
that talks about your process, the process you use with your clients, then that's where the book really becomes valuable because basically you've done all that front end work. You've gone through the process that you have. You've organized it into chapters. You've organized it into a nice flow of material. You may even in a lot of cases have some exercises or some uh, graphics or some other things that we can pull out into a course. So it really streamlines the whole process and it makes it, it possible to create that course with a minimum amount of, of your time. Um, for example, I, I was working recently with a, a psychologist who has a book on technology addiction in kids. And it was so easy just to go into the book and just walk right through the book and just create a multi-part course that she's now going to go out and teach to school districts. So it, it, it was really quick. Uh, she didn't need to spend hardly any time um, in, in discovery sessions or in meetings. It really is just, you know, let me read your book and extract a course. And of course, you're obviously involved. She's involved in the review process and she's uh, up to speed on everything we're doing. But it, it just very, very quickly and she's off doing her, uh, you know, regular business. I want to ask you because you say it's easy and a lot of people might be sitting there saying oh I've got a book I'm gonna turn it into a course and what I want to make sure they understand you've been doing this for almost 30 years so you're a real expert at doing it not everyone can read a book and see how to put together the course what activities they need what they need now Anyone can do it, but getting it done quickly and being able to do it in a way that really is effective because there's all sorts of learning styles to take into account. There's all sorts of different things that you build in that unless you've done this or have the education and expertise in it, while it's really easy for you, it's gonna be a process for a lot of people that's really gonna take a lot more time and may not be quite as effective as having someone who really understands it develop it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And, and I do often say that it's easy because it's so easy for me and, and you're absolutely right. Um, and, but that is a lot of experience. So, so while it's easy to take the process that's documented in the book and turn it into a course, it, it's, it's not a simple thing to do. So it's, uh, you have to know where to put stories in, where to put exercises in, how to break the material up so you don't overload students, how to um, really organize it so that it flows from module to module to module. Um, and that may not be intuitively obvious when you look at the book. The, the other thing is, a lot of, just like when they take a book and they make it into a movie, um, you know, they, the same thing is true when you take a book and make it into a course. You really have to pull out the key themes and the, the really important messages and leave the rest behind because you just can't take 150 or 180 pages of a book and just read the book. I mean, that would take you weeks and weeks and weeks and no one would be at all engaged to do that. So. Um, it really is a, a skill to be able to extract out those key points from the book and, uh, and create a course out of it. Um, why I do say it is easy is it's because all that upfront work really that you, you've done to create the book is the same work you would have done to create a course. So all that organization, all that, the, 
the exercises, the figures, the everything you put into that book is all things that you would also want to do before you actually created the course. It is, and there is a science to figuring out what part of the book to pull out, what part of it to leave, because you want to get the results and you can't do everything. And I think we get so close to what we're working on, we want to give them everything and we say everything is important. While it may be important, it's not essential to getting the results your clients need. You want to give them enough that they can work, they can get the results, and they can see activity and action because that's going to make them want more. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you also have to look at the bigger picture. You don't want to tell them everything that you know, in a course, because you want to uh, both. You don't want to overwhelm them first. And second, um, you want to make sure you have upsell opportunities because really, though the course is great, you want to still be able to upsell to people that want to go deeper with you, learn more about what you do and really get into um, the nitty gritty, really get a lot of information about what it is you do. So um, you want to make sure that you hit that balance of uh, enough information that they really get value from your course but not so so much information that they're either overwhelmed or you've left no opportunity to upsell. And we know how quickly people can get overwhelmed. And if they're not gonna get results, they're not gonna be coming back to learn more and to work more with you. So how long does the process take? Well, that's also the, the beauty of going from a book because if you already have the book done and, and you're working with someone like Turn Knowledge to Profit where we really, have an expertise in doing that, uh, in turning the book into a course, we can do it in as little as 10 to 12 weeks. So um, that is incredibly quick for you to go from I don't have anything to uh, offering a course that you could sell uh, at 200 $300, $400 per person and offer and when you go out to speak before groups or you go out to network. So, you know, really within a couple of months, you can have a fully developed um, really great course on the market. I love that. So I'm going to ask all of our listeners to go to our Turn Knowledge to Profit Facebook page. And if you've got a book that you've been thinking about turning into a course, give us the name of your book. We'd love to check it out and see whether you, that might be the perfect next step for you. If you'd like to learn more, it's really simple. Just email michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk, the number two, p.com. We'd love to learn about your book. We'd love to learn about what you're doing. And let's get connected. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn Knowledge to Profit 
where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.